Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. Uh, we're, we're back and we just discovered that we're also idiots uh, because every single time we set up the podcast, it takes about maybe two minutes, I'd say, on average to set it up, uh, which Nathan does. I mean, I just sit here and twiddle my thumb. So it's really Nathan that uh, has been the has been the uh, the recipient recipient of uh, this uh, this pain, which is setting up every single channel, editing them, adjusting them. Uh, and then starting the podcast and it's just one of those things we've just been doing for like four years now, right? Three years now. Um, and we never questioned and, and Nathan just questioned it and realized we could just duplicate the file and never do that again. Uh, so yeah, so that's just like, one, only that, took us 193 episodes. <laughs> Wait, so 193 episodes t- times two minutes. That's how much, that's how much of your life you wasted. That's let's, not, let's do the math. Let's not think about that. But so two, two minutes on average, I'd say to, to including start including all like the tech problems and stuff, right? Maybe even longer. Yeah. Maybe three minutes. Okay. But let's just do two minutes. That's conservative. 192 times two divided by 60. That's 6.4 hours that you spent doing that over the past three years, four years, four years, over four years. It's over four we, years. We started in, um, I believe we started recording in like other, I think it was April 2019 was our first episode ever like recorded. We sat down and, um, 2019, 2019. Wow. So it's, we're now June, 2023. So it's been over four years That's of nuts. the podcast, which has been, um, honestly first break in four years. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That sounds a lot better. That makes it sound a lot better. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, we're, we were doing the math. We're almost at 200 episodes. We're like, shit. I was like, really uh, shocking. The, that went, the 100 to 200 went so much faster, I feel like, than zero to 100, right? Like, I agree. It went by crazy fast. Like, um, yeah. And we're going to have some special guests soon. I, I actually got a message from Nate, who's coming down from Ohio. And he nice. was like, I want. I was listening to your guys' podcast. Like, I, I want to be on again. So perfect. Shout out Nate. And um, obviously, we'll have Soph again once she is an engaged woman. Mm. Um, I wonder how that will happen. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we got some exciting, exciting, news exciting coming up, exciting guests, guests coming, coming up. up. And, um, but yeah, we were just talking about, um, you know, roles, I guess, in relationships. And mm. we were talking about the future and current stuff. Yeah. I feel bit. like going to the past a little bit too. It's so crazy how, so then our podcast started right when we were graduating, like from high school or I was, gra- I guess you had already been in high in college um yeah i was in santiago and you were in high school yeah so this so i was in high school senior year and now i just graduated from college and so that's what just happened in the past month too that also happened since uh, yeah. the update yeah. there so yeah so that's pretty crazy i so now i need i need to go back and listen to some of the early ones now and just see like high school oh man high school 10 it's hard to listen to actually that's what i've noticed yeah. um actually our voices were very different which i actually never would have expected i don't know i always thought that like you do all your voice changing pretty early like you know when you're like um yeah like in middle school or something but it's crazy because i was like wow like i don't know it's kind of well, weird i'll be did like studies on like humans like over it the changes phone like, like forever is that kind of like a thing or dude yeah like you're on the phone like i'm on the phone all the time like calling people and i feel like you can instantly tell when someone's over the age of 60 like instantly mm. you could tell when someone's like a middle-aged person and you could tell when someone's like a, i feel like it's like maybe like every 20 years you kind of get that jump maybe but I feel like, I think, and I think they've done studies on it, but humans have a really good like perception of age through voice alone, like a pretty good, because you could, you on the phone, you could tell when you're talking to someone who's like way older than you, I feel like, and they could tell that you're way younger. It's like, it just is how it is, you know? And so, um, yeah. 
so it's definitely not as like but it is surprising to hear it in yourself like you know like that yeah. progression because yeah. it's definitely all like relative to um but yeah i know for myself when i listen to the early episodes i'm like oh my gosh like how is this guy talking to me for like an hour like my voice sounds so annoying yeah i i I think the same thing and i used to interrupt all the time and i used to be like very like uh high energy like quick talking and um still am sometimes when i get really excited about things uh but and i feel like those early episodes you could hear like our um like our awkward awkwardness like kind of like between the mic but behind the microphone where like where you can tell that like we know we're being recorded if that makes sense yeah i don't know if that I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of how I feel. Like, whereas in the later ones, it's just us talking because we're just so used to it. And sometimes I forget, you know, that like this is actually like kind of weird for some people. Like, we'll have a guest on. No, that's the trippiest. It's the trippiest is when the guest is on. And, and they're, then they're like, whoa, whoa. They're nervous. And, and yeah. they were nervous. And they're like, wait, I could hear myself. And I'm like, yeah, duh. We're in a podcast. Like, of course you hear yourself. Um, that is funny. But yeah we've been used to it so dude big big update with you though too in the past few months is that you have finished your first year at law school thank you that is huge that thank is you, huge man. and so you went through the death year already and so what are your thoughts now looking back on your first year of uh law school and what would you have done differently starting the beginning of the year would you say um i would have stopped worrying i would tell him to do that like seriously like stop worrying i feel like um man i was like I had like so much anxiety that first semester and um like I remember like my finals week like the week for finals week we have this thing called reading week where it's just like um you have like no school and you're supposed to just be like reviewing and studying and I like didn't even study because I was just had so much anxiety and I was just like like trapped in bed and it was miserable and terrible and I think like a maybe it's great that I went through law school to learn how to like stop like worrying if that makes sense like it was just like a like a mental breakthrough I had was like this doesn't accomplish anything because I think my whole life like I always felt like worrying was a way for me to like exercise control over a situation like if I just think about how it can go wrong and plan for it in my head like it won't be as bad but you know in doing that you kind of like um you kind of fail to um, actually just live almost. and Especially you, when the worrying is like preventing you from studying. Oh yeah, like it's like you spend so much time thinking of every situation, 99% of which would never occur, that you neglect your very obligations in the present that can actually like affect the future. Like, you know, the best thing you could do for your future is actually like doing something instead of like, thinking about the future you know so it's, it's kind of like this weird thing where i realized how like bad it was because i kind of always told myself like if i just plan enough well for it i'll be okay or if i just expect everything to go wrong it will like not be as bad almost because i expected it already but in that in doing that sometimes you can like seriously just like write your own fate by doing that like you you imagine the worst that's going to happen like so fervently that like it yeah. just occurs like, there's like a time and a place to like plan for the worst case scenario and then there's also yeah a time where it consumes you and so i think i, I think that's just that. like i've always had a worrying problem like my whole life but i think law school it was just like totally skyrocketed because 
you know, now it's like you're taking a test that's worth like your entire grade and worth like your entire like financial and job future. And it's so just like, up. Yeah, and like the, yeah, the stress of that is like so huge. I've never felt before. And I feel like, um, you know, if this is the experience that like kind of like helped me grow as a person, I don't regret it. But I also feel like I would have done that differently. I probably would have, um, not like I knew how to, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like I had to go through this to learn how to not, but that's something I would have done differently. First semester for sure is like, stop worrying. Just don't, yeah, just, 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 just do your best that day, you know? And, and that's it. Just live with the results seriously. So I think that's something I would have done differently. And absolutely, uh, man. Absolutely. That's uh that makes a lot of sense. And it was so funny is that like, uh, for my finals, I had like the complete opposite experience of you because your finals are fucked up where it's like, oh, this is your whole grade. I did the math on four of my five classes and I literally like didn't even have to take the final to pass the class pretty much. It was like statistically like it was multiple choice, right? And it's so, like statistically, it was like I needed like a 20% in some of the classes to pa- get a C. And so I started just like prioritizing applying to jobs. I only ended up studying for one of my finals. I failed like three of my finals and uh i got a c in one of them and then i got a b in the one i studied for and i ended up getting like all b's so it, it uh it was a very unstressful finals final finals for me i was really just uh, interviewing and applying um but even in that it was like still stressful to see my grades and see everything even when it didn't even matter you know like even when the finals didn't even matter i knew i was passing every single class i was like refreshing it and i was like oh god i'm so nervous like am i gonna even graduate you know what i mean i can't even imagine if it was like how what percent of the grade was it on average for your finals um generally like either 100 fuck to like (laughs) i know to like 85 so you can't be a lawyer if you're a bad test taker if you're a bad test i'm a terrible test taker i mean i guess i'm better than average i guess yeah you have to take you can't be a terrible test taker if you're in but i am definitely i'd say among like high achieving students i'd say it's one of my weakest traits i remember in high school like um like it was never really like my tests that helped me do well it was my like all the assignments and like just doing the work like that's always i've always just done the work you know and um like I would do not well on a unit test and then I'd like learn how to take the test as I did the more, did more work. So I've realized that like law school is seriously built like against my, my own academic strengths, but um, it's still built in a way where like I can definitely make it and pass and I think do okay. Um, Like I got my class ranked the other day, which is crazy, but I'm pretty much just like a average student you know i'm pretty much in the middle of the pack so um and that's middle of the pack also when you significantly changed your priorities semester two right from my understanding it was like um your priorities totally shifted and so you probably would have been even a little bit higher in the pack if it was uh if your priorities were similar to those I, i honestly feel like it's like my law school experience has been like it's like the first time in my life i really feel like i've had to learn how to like balance correctly i feel like i've and i'm and I, and I'm not trying to imply i did it well but i feel like it's been the first time that i really had like life really like put me in that pressure to learn how to it, i almost feel like a waiter because it was like you know in high school like you 
it's like quote unquote balancing because I had like you know athletics and and extracurriculars and you know academics and whatever but it really wasn't balancing in high school I was just doing all school so like all those things were like things I was doing still in the school world like yes I have cross-country races and yes I have like orchestra concerts and you know a club and whatever but like that's still all like within the realm of school um I was like neglecting my family and like definitely neglecting a social life and neglecting church and then in college I feel like it was like still like all either like just work which is like I don't really feel like there's not much to balance there you just get your shift and you just show up and it's like churned so what is there to balance but yeah that was uh, um yeah you know it's like UCI which is like not even that hard and like I don't know I I definitely neglected my family a lot and then the pandemic it didn't really have to do it too much so I feel like this was the first time it really felt like I had three very important things pulling at me like it I know everyone would tell you like law school is most important but it didn't feel like it to me because it's like I'm getting married and you know like I really want to start my marriage on like the right foot and I really felt like it's like I got to prioritize this I got to learn what this means like what does it mean like I don't want to just go into this I mean everyone knows marriages have like a 50% fail rate so it's like I'm gonna yeah. and it and matters a lot you know in your um, category though it's a bit better than that because that I think that the 60% fail rate factors in um it doesn't factor out people who get divorced multiple times oh yeah yeah, yeah. right and so and plus you got the Christian and so I think that I think that you got yeah. a little better I think, thank you man I think you probably have like a um, I would say 30% yeah. fail rate maybe we'll see yeah. what it is but it, it, either way it just felt like this year like it felt like really like everyone was telling me how law school is the most important thing in at least within the law school obviously they're going to say that and then in, within like the church it's like God's the most important and especially marriage like marriage is so important like in church it's like right under God and then within my own heart I can just know that like it's my last year living my family and I knew I didn't want to like take that for granted like I know I'm going to look back on my childhood and be like damn like you know I want to like appreciate this time like I'm living with Nicholas still and Noah and Faith it's so funny because that sentence is 100% true for me too even up to living with Nicholas (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so it's just like it really felt like there were these all these things that were equally important you know like three or four things that are equally important that are like that I really wanted to give credence to and it um it was just like what you mentioned like I couldn't put law school first like the way that everyone in law school does it is like that's number one important that's the only thing that's important my whole life is law school and that's why I don't feel bad about my grades because it's like they they deserved it like you know I'd almost feel like bad if I got like the top grade and I'm like damn like I see you guys like slave in a way like being at school till 10 p.m and like I still beat you guys which kind of right good for me kind of sucks for them yeah and do you have any doubt that you'd be in that top upper echelon of students if you did put it first in your life I honestly feel like I would have at least kept the scholarship at least in my opinion I I don't know if I would be in the top I I don't it's hard it's so hard but I think like I would have probably kept it because because I feel um, like looking from the outside, I, I have no doubt that you could have if if you put oh, in thank your full you, effort. So I really yeah. feel like it was you, you got to have comfort. In something that. like that really could have happened. Like and um, but it's also something that like I also feel like I would have to be a different person. You know, I'd have to change like who I am. Like one thing that 
I think I've alluded to in this podcast is like I was that kind of person in high school and I put in all that work um and I it's one of like my biggest regrets like to be honest in life is like that I really that I did that that I neglected basically everything for like my career only to end up in a place ironically where people who worked half as hard as me like gone to better places and like I think it was important lesson you think for that's me to, true oh yeah like I mean freaking I remember like Matt like Matthew Richardson like gone to UCI and like I got rejected and I was like and like his GPA he had like a two point like five or something or 2.6 and I was like was so, he an athlete like, how did that even happen I don't know like it's like it's just that's just how life is you know like life is unfair like some people in every juncture in life like you'll see people who work half as hard who get like two times as far like I can I could have invested like 10,000 bitcoin you know in like 2011 and I'd be yeah, like you could always feel bad about that and you know what I'm saying it's like and I realized that like like I think going into high school like I had this mantra on my head that was like it was kind of like that like Kobe Bryant like mama mentality where it's like if you just if you put in the work like if you outwork everyone you're gonna like outperform them almost like you're gonna out like um like exceed expectations like you know or whatever like out achieve them too I guess is a better way to put it and I just realized in high school like it was a really important lesson for me to learn that like it's like that's like not really true in life like there's life's not that black and white like that happens for some people and for other people it's like you put in the work and you get cucked like to be honest yeah and for some people that you don't put in the work and they do really well and then you get like a dealt a great hand in life and other people you know are just lazy and then they don't do well so it's kind of like this it's so nuanced that i realize that like if that's really the case then like i have to appreciate how what i view as like my like you know what i guess invest in what i view as like important and like eternal if that makes sense like i think that was something that like after high school i almost feel like that part of my brain like turned off like i'm not able to do that anymore like i just feel too bad like i'm gonna be in law school all day neglect my family neglect my friends neglect so neglect like my like spiritual life and my mental health and my physical health like i just feel like i can't do that anymore like my brain doesn't have that ability so i almost feel like even if i made law school first i don't know if i could have because it's like um i was sharing with like noah <clears throat> that like in high school i would be like up till 4 a.m and like my arm would be like hurting i would like done like so many assignments and i'd be so like tired yeah and i just like close my eyes and i'd like imagine like the house i'd be living in like almost like if i just like worked this hard if i just like that's interesting that was your motivation it was like very very monetary i'd say it was like oh like and i think a lot of it was like almost like this i had this like anger in me that was like i kind of felt like being like the nerd like i remember like my first fresh my freshman year of high school like no one wanted to sit with me at lunch and like i didn't have any friends and i kind of would always think to myself like well like one day i'm gonna like show them you know like it's like i'm gonna like make all this money and then like then i'm gonna be like happy and i think i feel like you know like now when i close my eyes and like try to imagine like i don't know like the money i'd be making if i just work hard to me it doesn't hold any value anymore to me because it's like i don't view like money as like the end all be all i think money's like great 
uh it's a great like it can facilitate happiness but it isn't the source of happiness so sure yeah like i think once i like think about what i what really is like where is happiness really found i think it's kind of like i came to the conclusion that um like it's found in a lot of the things that we have right now it's really like enjoying my last year here in this house and being with my family and seeing you and you know cheering you on and you know appreciating like this time in my life where like i'm getting engaged and everything and i, I think because of that like i just couldn't get in the same mode like my my law school peers are seriously like they're like their brains are like where i was in high school like everything is law school that's the source of happiness like that's like making i I remember like there's like this one person in my class who was making like 150 grand per year before law school and she's like oh yeah i came to the law school like to be rich like because um and and if i make anything less than if i make even one penny under 150k when i got out of law school this was a failure and to me i'm like i don't know i just don't view that as like my source of happiness like honestly like if i was making if i was even making 100k to begin with i'd be i'd say very very happy yeah um i just don't view that as and it's not even because of the money is a ton of money too yeah it's, it's not like that's like a small oh insignificant yeah amount. and you're already squarely in the top you know in a very top percentile of like american yeah. slash world earners so and it's not even about the money at that level it's about you know what's the point of making all that money if you have no one to share it with so I honestly feel like my priorities have changed. What do you think was the biggest thing that got Nate from high school Nate to now? Um, honestly, I feel like it was like it. To be honest, I really feel like it was that that whole season in high school of like that was like the catalyst. I think it was a lot of factors. Um, like I've had great mentors along the way, and I think God's really been doing a lot in my heart, but. To be honest, like it would have never happened if I got everything I wanted in high school. Cause I would have been like the confirmation bias. It's like, oh, I, I got to UCLA. Okay, so it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like no one would have like woken me up from that dream. Like, I would still be. It was getting the rejection letters, you're saying. Is getting the, the goal that you were building towards was unfruitful. And I think the ideology I'd built my life around, you know, you, everyone, everyone, um, everyone has faith you know in something i think it's like uh everyone has like a a standard almost like a religion that they they live life by sometimes it is christianity sometimes it's what you view as true and what you view as like untrue and i feel like um to me at that time like in high school i had put my like source of like my almost like my life principles in the idea that if I just work hard, I will be given like, if I work hard, I will be given a career that is commensurate to the amount of work I that I put in. And um, as a result of that, like I will make a lot of money, get a house, get a car, and I'll be happy. Like that's kind of just how I viewed life was like that my happiness is found in like whatever career I and whatever like financial gain I'm able to obtain. And if that's true, then what can I do to get there? And then I found out, oh, what you can do to get there is like to do, to be the best student you can be. And I think like, I just viewed it as like, almost like a, like a math equation. It's like, I put in this much work, you get this much out of it. And I think when that like, 
whole paradigm just collapsed and i found out that like that almost like that's not true you know like it's it's like it's true for some people like some people definitely put in that work and they get into harvard or stanford but for some people you put in that work i kind of say like this way it's like every celebrity it says like um work hard and you'll achieve your dreams for every like one taylor swift there was a million more that failed there's a million more that were more talented put in more work um waited outside of jay-z's record label and the pouring rain and just didn't didn't get the nod you know and that's like just how life is like life's not fair and to be honest like i look at the people who i look at a lot of people like for instance like like mac miller you know or like people who like have achieved everything like drake or something like you've made it you have everything that at high school nate viewed as like valuable like should have been you should be happy like drake should be the happiest guy on earth because he has every woman he could ever get he has every like house he could ever own every car could ever own all the power and or these russian oligarchs that kind of like rent out entire like casinos for like five days for their orgies like these guys should be the happiest people ever you got all the power you could do any crime you could get away with whatever yet they're some of the most miserable people ever and to me that was when i realized that like my paradigm was wrong and i think once i experienced it for myself like once i like i saw with my own eyes like wait like my gpa is way above average like for at least uci like my gpa is above average for uci my 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 like sat score is way better for uci my achievements are way better for uci my like my extracurriculars like my letters of rec everything was like it was like above and beyond the qualifications and yet i was like rejected to like even like davis you know and it just like shook me because i was like how like you know like i i mean like i should have been like a candidate for ucla with like the grades i had and that's not me bragging it's just like I put in that much work. I sacrificed, like my, I like skipped family time for this. I, I didn't hang out with my friends outside of, like the summer and like, you know that. And it was just like, I was in the library like every day. And I was like, I told myself like, okay, maybe I may not get UCLA, but I'm for sure getting the UCI. And I'm for sure like, it's like a no brainer. Like, and then when I got that sweeping rejection and I saw like people like Megan get into UCI, who has like a two point like seven or something. It's so crazy that that happened. It was it was like it. it was like like universe shattering to me because it didn't make any sense. Like there's it's like, so weird, yeah. Like the, nothing made sense. It like, was just like some supernatural thing that happened. To it me. was like I really view it as divine intervention because I think if it, it really happened, if it really were to happen, like I'd be a much more selfish and be a much more prideful person than mm-hmm. I am today. And I think. Do you think it's because, like, you were, like, in that situation where maybe you were, like, it was a coin toss for the UCLA schools, and then because of that, you were overqualified for the other schools, so they didn't let you in because they thought you'd say no? Is that the reasoning, or? I feel like, honestly, it just, like, there, I, I don't know, you know? I, I mean, That's the I only studied, thing I could think I of. really studied, like, I studied the, when it happened, man, like, when, I, when it happened, um, I was devastated because I studied the application process, like, I went to all the workshops. I remember like PYOSD would have these like workshops, like, hey, like come to these workshops and we'll teach you how to write the best essay. And I like had it proofread by like English teachers I knew. And I like, you know, I spoke to one of my um, childhood friends. His mom is a principal of a school. And I talked to her and I said, why didn't I get in? You know, and she was like, 
if you went to my school, you'd be the valedictorian with these like st- stats that you have. And she's like, I really don't know what to tell you. Like this shouldn't have happened. And I still don't know to this day, but I mean, I guess I do know, which I think to me, it's divine intervention. Mm. That's the only thing I've come to the conclusion, which is that like, honestly, like God saw me going down a path like I shouldn't have gone and he intervened. And I think I look back at that person who was in high school and I think it, uh, I was very lost, you know, like I was, I was neglecting like everything that really is important about life, like, which is like the people, you know, your faith, like your, you know, it's your memories that you make, you know, I, I like didn't go to a single football game in high school and I probably should have done that, you know, or I like, if it wasn't for like, like, you know, you and Julian and maybe, and Maddie coming along, like, I don't think I would have ever gone to a school dance. Like I, and it just felt like, um, like I realized that I really like had a lot of like misplaced priorities. And I think that's where I learned like happiness isn't found in like your career. And I realized that like, you know, I should have been happy. Right. Cause I was like, I was one of the top students in my class but it i don't just, know it sounds kind of miserable i don't yeah, think, I, was, I don't think i was, would say that yeah like in a way like your head was off it was off it was be. definitely off and i think like but that's like the legal the law school world is full of those like that chatter and i think like it's full of people who are like hey like you got if you're not cool unless you go to a t14 and you're not you're not cool if like you don't if yeah, you do so a federal weird talking to and, those people too i remember talking to those people in high school that like really cared about like their grades and like the school that they went to it's like and for me i was always like I didn't care. I didn't care. You know, I yeah. just like, I mean, I always did like, okay. In school, you know, I always made sure that I was okay. Um, but yeah, that I, I definitely looked at people like that in high school and I was like, man, that sucks. Like you're in the library right now. Like what the, what are you doing, man? And like, it, I think it was really just like this mantra in my head that was like, if I just work hard in the short term, like I will like, I'll be like happy in the long term. Like I'm doing all this so I could get rich, mm-hmm. you know? And it but was high like, school really doesn't matter too. That's like the funny thing, right? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it, in the in the in the moment i think it it really does when you're like when you're like 16 oh, yeah, it feels, you know yeah, yeah. and it's like and you're in the first i think high school was like your first at least for me it was like my first like toes into adulthood where i was like wow what i actually do right now has an impact yeah it definitely has an impact you know yeah. and it's like if i go to like if i go to berkeley like some whatever like maybe that'll open up some doors for me and um <clears throat> i think like after like honestly like everything happened like that like the way it did like um it was really good because it kind of was a wake-up call for me like to be like damn like this is like this is not working yeah um so i think it was that was like the moment where i was like yeah like i gotta (laughs) i gotta figure out like what i what's actually like fulfilling in life you know and And do you think that you found that through law school and being a lawyer i don't think being a lawyer is really like I really view like law school as like a means to an end, you know, like my career is a means to an end. Like I, don't, I really don't view this as like, um, like what brings me joy. Like, to be honest, I was just telling my, my parents about this at lunch. Like I want to be a lawyer because I just want to make sure my future family is provided for. I think like that's my job, like as like, um, Sophia's like future husband and as my kid's future father, like is to provide for them. Like I don't, that's one of the blessings that like, I think I've had like living under my dad is like, he always made sure we were provided for. So like, and um, I think being a lawyer, like is a high skilled job where like 
now that I have like a doctorate degree, like, um, or going to have, right? going to have one, like, it's like, I, even if I get laid off or fired, like I, I will have a much easier time, I think, finding a job than if I were just like, um, and you have all this great experience or getting over the summer. Yeah. Like, like it's a very high skill job where like, I know my family will be provided for, like, I don't know if they'll necessarily like, will make a lot of money, but I know that I have like credentials that like at least can set me apart from like the job pool. So, but I've never viewed it as like my fulfillment, you know, actually legal career is notoriously like unfulfilling if you look at the statistics. And I think like, that's why I'm, I'm like, I don't want to become a lawyer and spend all this time in law school, keep my scholarship, getting a really good job to like, lose my like wife along the way or lose my family along the way like what's the point of all that if like my wife like i wonder what the statistics are of people in law school getting married during law school i, I don't so know curious on that I, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like a percent anecdotally it's like there's no one it's gotta be like it's gotta that. be like a percent of a percent like yeah it must be like so small yeah. because it is so hard to do that um so you're definitely you gotta be unique and uh and and taking that on Um, and i think and i think i view like like i view like um you know my relationship my family like my relationship with like my my wife you know as like a very high priority for me because i've you know like my parents like they don't have like the best marriage and um i think i've seen like in at least in other among other of my friends too um like that though at least the ones who whose parents are in like a really great marriage that it can really do like a lot for you like and your happiness if you really like put your marriage first and if you really um like make that a priority in your life like that like that can almost that can be like a source of happiness for you that isn't exactly like given in like material things and i think that's like a realization i came to and that's why it was just so hard where like i was like i can't i can't sacrifice this you know for this and i just have to try to balance it like i think being a lawyer like law school is still really important i mean and that's why i still like it still took up most of my time but i'm not gonna like make it my life um like i'm gonna still like try to learn how to be a great husband and also like enjoy like my time with like my friends and like i mean this is like the last time i'm gonna be like single and i don't know how that's gonna impact my friendships um so well what do you what do you mean by that like how would it impact your friendships i don't know but i know some people like when they get married it's like your your friendships change and like i i hope mine doesn't obviously i love i mean that would all depend on sophia right like is do you think do you think sophia is the type of person to occupy um so much of your time that you don't have time for friends definitely not and yeah you have nothing to worry about yeah but it's like it's just something that happens like i've noticed with like people in life you know it's like sometimes like you get married and like naturally when you when you um <clears throat> when you move on to a different life stage you grab like it just naturally happens in life that sometimes yeah. sometimes your your friends evolve to become people who are in your similar life stage because that's just how like life sometimes how the cookie crumbles sometimes and i i hate change you know you know me i hate change so like obviously i'm like if it's up to me i'd be like no i don't want to like i want to keeping friends with the same friends i have but i also don't know what 
you know, I'm also not Nostradamus. Yeah, and I don't well, I mean, know what from the future what, From entails. what I've seen too, um, which I don't know if I, I honestly have no idea if this is true. And I think I'm going to find out real soon um, to working full time. Uh, but the couple friends that I do have that worked full time or are working full time, I think that is the catalyst more so than marriage. I think that what you see, I think, I think honestly might be, I'm, I'm unsure with all of this too, but when you see married people that don't have a lot of friends or aren't hanging out with a lot of people, I think that honestly might just be the stage of their life. They're already working full time and have been working full time for so long. Cause man, Steve and Alex, as soon as they went full time, it's like, I could see them like once a quarter, you know, like, and that, and, and then when I see them, I think like I, the first couple times I saw them after they graduated from Cal State Fullerton and working full time, I was like, Oh, I guess we're like not that good of friends anymore. Like they're not like ever available. Yeah, we're not yeah. really hanging out. Oh, I guess like, you know, Maybe we're just kind of drifting apart. Like, you know, I wasn't even friends with them for that long too. We all hang out and we all golf and they were like, and, and they're like, they were like best friends. You know what I mean? See, like I kind of like got into their friend group. So it's not even like, um, I'm like, I'm definitely, you know, it wouldn't even have been like a big deal if that was the case, you know? Um, but they, uh, they were like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you guys in so long. Like, wh- remember the last time we were golfing? And I was like, that's the last time you guys saw each other? I was like, I thought you guys just weren't seeing me. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no way. It's been like four months, you know what I mean? Or five months. I was like, it, it was like for them, no time had passed. For them, it was like, so I saw that. That's the scary part of getting old too, is time just keeps going quicker yeah, well, and quicker. They, they both also have jobs that are like super intensive, over 40 hours a week even too, and like very intensive. So if I was working their jobs, bro, and they're both in long-term relationships also, so almost like have like that like kind of married factor, not not necessarily, but like, Dude, I get it. If you're working like they're working literally like ten hours a day, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna um when you get home and, and it's like on your feet, you know what I mean? So it's like you get home, hell no, you're not hitting up your friends. Like, how are you gonna have energy to do that? Like I wouldn't have energy to do that, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like yeah. um I think I'm also glad that I'm not gonna have to be on my feet like that all the time. I'm hoping that the full time for me will be less intense because I have a very cush kind of in, in relative to like physical labor do you know what i mean yeah, like i don't think yeah. that i don't think that what i do is necessarily like that um what i'm going to be doing in sales is not, it's going to be a lot of work but i don't think it's going to be the work that's going to be like uh oh now i'm too tired to do anything you know yeah no i i i totally get that and i think like that's what affected a lot of like my decisions in law yeah. school was like i don't you know like i don't want to reach the point where like i think i look back and i have regrets like dang like i should have like seen my friends more because i like just stopped seeing them and yeah you know i think it's just like like i really think back to like i really think about like you know at the end of your life like um to me the only two things that would that are important to me would be like god and like people at the end of your life like it doesn't matter like what materials i bought doesn't matter what house i got what career i got like at the end of my life like i'm gonna be thinking about like where i'm going next and like the people that i met along the way because that's really what sticks with you and i think and that's how you like almost live on Mm. after you pass and if those are really the two like invest you know in in an economic sense right like if those are the two investments that are going to be like that are going to go beyond like your own lifetime then like why am i living like those investments are less important than the things that have an expiration yeah. date 
it's so funny how like you, know? uh, you think on like this like macro scale, which like totally makes sense. You've always like been like that too. It's so funny. I think it's part of like the uh, the Christian thinking too. You know what I mean? Like the Christian beliefs and like on Sunday they always like talk on like in like these like very like uh, you know. It's very good. I think all the principles you're saying are, yeah. are awesome. I, I personally just like never think like that. So it's so funny yeah. like, hearing you say that. Cause like for me, I feel like I'm such like a, um, one step at a time kind of person, you know, yeah. which and is I, actually really great too. Like, yeah, it's like, I think a very healthy, I think mindset. it works for me. It's you know? a great and healthy mindset. I'm definitely sure. like, I'm definitely like one step of a time. Like I do like think like forward thinking, but not like that. You know what I mean? Not like, Oh, where do I want to see like, in like when I'm dying, like what do I want to look back on? And like, I don't, oh, that's, yeah. that's, I always think about that. What motivates yeah. me, what, what I normally think about is like, yeah, it's very like one step at a time. Like right now, what I'm thinking about is I want to just get to all I'm thinking about recently is just like getting to the point where I can just be like financially independent. Like that's like mm-hmm. my number one, like I'm starting my career and I think I, I think I naturally keep a pretty good balance with all those things. So I don't really like consciously think about that as much. I think, yeah, I think you do. I think, yeah. but sometimes I think I've gotten into modes where maybe I needed more of that mentality in my life, you know, um, especially during like coming out of COVID. I think it took me a while to get back to a good balance, you know, and even like right now when I'm applying all these jobs, it's very easy for me to like just not see anyone and just like just do that, you know, and just um, so I definitely have like some bad tendencies that I fall back on, but um, but yeah, I definitely am just that's what I'm thinking of right now. I'm just thinking like. I need, I'm just thinking like, I want to have like this much saved. I want to have like, I want to be spending like this percent of my income. I want my income to be here and I want to move out like not then. And so like, that's like where I'm like kind of focusing. Um, and that's why I, and that's my motivation for applying to all these jobs. Is I'm just thinking about financial independence. Um, and kind of setting an example for my siblings too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm definitely kind of keeping that at the forefront of my mind. And then all those other things I'm kind of like, that'll work out, you know? And so, yeah. uh, yeah, but I, I definitely like the way you think and it's, uh, oh, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes with things like that, you're sometimes with things like that, when you start saying things like that, I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I remember nah. like, I remember it was like six months ago or something. I was sitting here at the podcast, maybe like a little longer than that. And you mentioned like that similar, uh, thinking when you were talking about dates with Sophia specifically. And it really struck a nerve with me. And I remember I was like, I was like, Oh fuck! Like I need to go on more dates with Emily. You know what I mean? Because especially because you guys are a little bit earlier in the relationship than me and Emily too. Yeah. Like we don't go on very many dates, even like two. Was day. I saying like to go on more dates? Was that like no? You I, weren't giving me advice. Oh, you were talking okay. about you were talking about how methodically you were planning out dates with Sophia and how oh. you were like consciously trying to make it apparent to spend time with her. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, oh fuck! I need to do that. Uh, and I think that that really motivated motivated me oh, to try to put man. a little bit of more effort into that. Oh, I mean, if, yeah, it was just like. <laughs> yeah um it's just i think it's also just being in a relationship for five years versus like two you know oh yeah I mean? it's like yeah, it's yeah. uh and and like living together for like this time too throughout covid and everything it's like you just get really in your own groove and don't for try sure. new things and uh you know and it's not it's sometimes it's nice to just like it's i what me and emily really like to do is like very um mellow dates where it's like get takeout watch a movie at home that's definitely a date though but you, you, know? you but you know yeah. what i mean and so like that's like uh but i think that like sometimes you need to put in a little bit more effort too but sometimes you just get so used to just doing that you know or just like uh you know just kicking it like very casual stuff like your fallbacks and uh 
And sometimes you need a little bit of effort. Sometimes you need a little bit of pizzazz. <laughs> sometimes you need to go out and uh, and and do something, you know. And so, uh, yeah. And so definitely, uh, I still that's something I constantly try to work on because I'm such a freaking homebody now, man. I'm such a homebody. I literally just like. I just love being at home. I just love nothing I, wrong with that. Too. I have so many things that I, I just like keep myself self busy, you know, and I've really turned into a really big homebody, I'd say, um, which I definitely need to balance out, especially the gym. The only thing that sucks right now is that I don't know where I'm going to be working in a month and I want to get back into the gym really bad, but just went I, there today. Yeah. But I don't know where to get a gym membership at because I really am going to want it to be next to my work. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah. You gotta wait on that. Huh? Yeah, so I need to. I mean, I know I could still be doing like body weight exercises. Oh, and hell no! I ain't about that. I know it's like kind of hard to do that. You know? And so it's yeah. so like not fun too. I remember like it'd be like just do like twenty push-ups, and it's like, Ugh. damn, I'm really doing push-ups, huh? Like yeah. it's so boring. It's just you and the floor. Yeah, I love like the ambience and you know like the weights and yes for me for for me i hate it all so for me i i dislike that entire process and uh i can't do body weights man yeah yeah no i i mean i even hate the gym oh like (laughs) i i just don't like anything about it the gym's Uh, great no i love the results of the gym but i so that's why i'm a very that's what i'm saying my effort with like when it comes to like the gym and like all these things is like have you ever thought like a gym partner I feel like if you went with Emily or something like well, I've gotten, I've gotten, I've my longest I've ever been is I did like six months at the gym and I was like in it, you know what I mean? And, uh, and every single day and what I found and I did gym partner, me and Steve were doing it for, for a bit. And I found that I honestly, um, which maybe I'll try it again. So maybe I don't know if this is my definitive answer. I definitely am willing to reconsider this, but it's that I, um, I hate having a gym partner. That's what I kind of found out is that, uh, I just, I view the gym as something that I just absolutely hate and just have to do. And I think that prolonging that with anything else is like terrible. I just want to get in, do my shit and get out and have it like methodically planned in my calendar. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, I I know I'm going to hate doing it until it just becomes part of my routine. And then it's going to be tolerable. Man, that sucks. Cause like, I actually find it really fun once I'm in there. It's so hard getting in the door. Like I'll be in my car, like, waiting to get going to gym like i don't want to do this i go in and i'm like oh this is great that's the only the only time i find that i like it is uh it's not when it's not when it's in it uh and when i'm in the gym i I hate it throughout the whole entire thing i mean i I, hate's a strong word i'm more just like you're not having fun i'm not having fun i don't know how to describe it it's just such a i would not be doing this if i could just snap my fingers and do it you know what i mean like there's i would there's no way i would go through this process um, but then once I shower, at, when, when, I, when I was going before work, that was my favorite. When I showered at the gym, and then I remember when I was walking from the front door of the gym to my car, and it was cold outside, and it was like 6 a.m., and I felt like the perspiration or like the, the, you know, the heat coming off my body from like working out, and like that feeling was like the best feeling in the world, was like walking to my car. Um, and I was often chasing that feeling throughout the gym, and I would know like, if I had a good workout or not from that walk, because I'd be like, if the, the, the better the walk felt, the more I had worked out because like the warmer I felt, if I still felt like kind of cold, I knew that it didn't work out that well, you know? So, um, but yeah, I hate it. I just need to find it. I just need to find where I'm working and then, uh, find a gym. Um, so, and then make it into my routine. But Emily loves the gym and I'm, she was really trying to get me to like be me to her be and her to be gym partners. But I'm like, trying to explain to her that it's like it's kind of like 
sucks because it's like women and men at the they're they're practically at two different locations. Do you know what I mean? Like men and women going to the gym. I don't, I think it's stupid to work out with uh with someone who is working out with a completely different weight class than you. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like you, you do you know what I'm saying? Like how how are you going to be on the squat rack and have to take off 200 pounds? No, no, I guess no. I guess what's uh I guess what prepared me is that like me and Noah and when I was working out uh Brennan too and then Julian too. It was always like um actually Julian me and him got pretty similar but with Noah it was always different. Like no I was always weaker than Noah like mm-hmm. always. So I was so used to the unracking, the re-racking, the unracking, the re-racking and the different dumbbells we were holding. Like he'd always be like 10 pounds ahead of me. So I honestly feel like maybe it's because that's how all I know. Like when I started a gym, like, and I started doing it on my own, I actually realized I really liked the partner Interesting. Um, thing because- but how much time would be like wasted? I'm not like wasted, but like you're prolonging yourself in the gym. Well, you know? I guess like the way I saw it was like, I would be like, just like, on my phone during that time anyway if i was like going alone like because I'd, I'd need a rest between my sets so mm. i kind of just viewed as like um as like a great way to like bond with that person without having to talk to them so that's one thing i learned i learned me and Noah because I, I will say this the gym like resurrected me and noah's relationship really? like before oh yeah like like um like iron sharpens iron like you can see we're two peas in a pod but that 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 happened like after we started going to the gym like honestly like before the gym i was going to uci i was going to work hanging out with you guys and i was like neglecting my whole family life like i did not see these people and um we were just two strangers living here he was like so involved in high school he was in choir he was in dance uh dating you know um waking up at 6 a.m for dance and coming home like super late for choir and stuff so we were really living two separate lives and i was all the way in irvine all the time so when covid happened um i remember christian i'd always want to go to gym because of all the insecurities i built up with megan and then christian was like hey um you know like want to come to the come to gym uh because we were we'd been talking about it and then noah just randomly was like oh like can i come and i was like honestly at first a little annoyed because i was like always i was always like the athletic one you know between me and him like i was like in cross country and that's so funny thing about now because you know jacked. yeah oh he's jacked man he goes more than me and so um and this was like skinny noah you remember him oh yeah and so uh i was like ugh, like and I, we weren't that close you know um and then uh he started going with us and uh, we wouldn't really talk we'd just like be working out and then just slowly like it was just like this great bonding thing where we'd both have headphones in but then just being together that much and working out together and mode and like encouraging each other. Like when we're doing our sets, we got it honestly like resurrected our relationship. So it was actually like COVID and the gym was probably like the best thing that ever happened. And he got over it, like helped almost like cure him of his depression. So he was just a happier guy to be around. Like he was, so, um, I'm actually a big fan of the gym partner thing. Cause it actually like almost, it was like a life changing experience for me. I, Bro, you don't understand. Like, if I could snap my fingers and love the gym and get enjoyment out of it, I would do that right now. Like, that story is like so awesome that like oh, you guys you. bonded yeah. at the gym. And like, dude, Emily is like, she goes to the gym, has a great time, hangs out with her friends. It's like this all social thing. Oh man, like I'm there. I'm just trying to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like with like the and when it comes to, like the breaks too, it's like when you're with someone at the gym, like it's. I feel like it doesn't translate because it's like. 
when you're by yourself working out, dude, I could do like such a good workout, like such a good workout in 30 minutes by myself. Like so good, like three days a week, 30 minutes a day. Like I, I feel like I can, like that's enough for me to like actually see progress, like, and be, um, like where I want to be. It's, it's not that hard. I could, I just need to do it. Um, but when you're with someone else, I saw like when you're with someone else and you're working out with them, I feel like it's double. I feel like it takes like an hour to do it. Cause it's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, uh, the, it, the breaks are longer. Cause you don't have to take, like, I would probably take like, you know, I would do a set or I'd do the workout and then probably like 45 seconds to a minute break, you know, and then go. And then it's all the same weight. It's all there. It's ready for you. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. But I mean, dude, I freaking envy the people who love the gym. Like that's like awesome. And for me, I can get to a point where it's fine if I just, uh, um, put it into my schedule. So, but that's super cool with you and Noah, man. That's awesome, man. That's tough. I'm sorry. I'm I wish sorry about that. I, there's like a literal gene in the human body that like I think that I seriously don't have, which is like the enjoyment of that process of athleticism. And I feel like I've never had that gene where it's just like it's just it um, all went to Emily, huh? Hmm? It all went to Emily, bro. Emily, oh my gosh, I'm so fucking jealous of Emily. Emily's like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling bad right now. Like I'm gonna go on a run. I'm like. I literally would like if I was feeling bad you think that the run would be on fucking the run wouldn't even come into my head if I had to list out a hundred things I wanted to do and I was feeling bad running ain't on that list you know what I mean like anything athletic is not on that list it's definitely on mine I think too it's on a lot so, of people's and yeah. it's like yeah yeah it's a, it's honestly annoying but uh it's just something I just got to deal with and just do Cause I know it's so dude, the benefits of it, every study that comes out, everything that comes out, it's like, man, it's basically like, I read all these studies and it's like, you're a fat piece of shit. That's Do you see it with Emily too? When she started working out like a lot, like has she been like happier and kind of healthier and um, all that stuff? Yeah, I would say yes, absolutely. Overall. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, it just but I but the the health that I I mainly interested in is the uh is the long-term health effects. Uh is really what I'm interested in when it comes to that uh, more so than short-term like happiness like uh that's not really what. I don't I don't really have like a reason behind that, you know. I just want to look a bit healthier and I just want to uh be healthier going forward. So it's not it sucks that like our lives now have like for at least me at least too in sales it's like zero physical activity do you know what i mean it's like literally zero so now i have to like compartmentalize like all my physical activity into like this like rat wheel of a gym that's what it is bro it's what it is and all you fuckers are crazy being like i love my wheel i love my weights oh i like having another mice on the wheel i like having another rat on the wheel. fuck you guys dude fuck that fuck that wheel you know, I just wish that I could just live my life and didn't have to think about that, you know? Um, Christian's listening and he's doing a set right now and he's like... Bro, okay. Chris, Christian Christian, and me could be on another planet about this issue, man. And I would trade spots. Like, I would trade spots with any... I want to love the wheel. You know what I mean? I want to love it. And I'm going to convince myself to love it. I'm good. I just it's, I just need to... Yeah, man. Yeah. Because, you know... Doors always open if you want to work out together. You where know, you go, you know where do you go? Where do you go? What do you? Is it Fitness same, 19? Yeah, the same place. And who do you go with? Myself. 
It's me. You don't go with Noah anymore? Yeah, he actually started getting so popular. He's the gym. That's a you know, it's very interesting with the gym. I think there's a psych study on this where it's like, um, you re- like when you uh you hang out with a group and an interest occurs, like it's more like you're more likely to like adapt the interests of like the group. It's like this weird thing, right? And um, wait, sorry, can you explain that one more time? So like, if you're in a group, you're more if, likely to like adapt if you're in a group, like to that. if if you're in a group, like and there's like an interest that like the members of the group have you're very you're like much more likely to adopt that interest than if you were just like adopting on your own yeah so i wish i would apply to me when it came to the gym because every I know. goddamn person i know loves the gym and i'm like the yeah. only one yeah i know it's it's just like a, a likelihood but with noah it was just like all of a sudden me and him started going and i loved it man it was just me and him going especially after christian moved to idaho it was just me and him and then uh like you know Brennan starts coming with us and I got nothing against Brennan, but it was just like, you liked him when it was a brotherly thing. I yeah, think, I did. There's nothing and, wrong with that. And it was just like, all of a sudden, like four of his friends are coming and I'm like, I, you know me, I'm very introverted. Then and you're I, really wasting time. Then you're oh, really it's wasting really time. wasting time when you're like, then it's a yeah. social event. Anything past three, you're really wasting time and it is social hour and I, and it's social hour people I don't even know. So it, it kind of sucked because now he's like totally in a groove with all of them. Like, like, he always goes with Brennan. I feel like you don't make like progress when you do that too. Cause I feel like whenever I've gone to like a gym or been in a gym scenario, maybe there's people who get it dialed, but like exactly what you're saying. Like if it's over three people, it's like, I don't know how you can get a good workout. You're not even like working out at that point. You're just like, you're showing off what you've, your progress you've done so. in a group scenario where you're all like kind of trying to max out and like, I don't know. And what I liked about the what I liked about the gym too with like two people was that like you don't have to talk like you can mm-hmm. just do your workout and like listen to your music listen to your podcast and with three it almost has this like pressure not pressure but like you're more likely to start talking and like make conversation while like that person's lifting you're just staying next to this person so you're gonna say something and I think it like creates more like yeah it prolongs it and um, you know I, I've realized that like I really liked it when it was just two and and that was just me which sucks so do you have a plus one at fitness 19 no but it's like cheap right how 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 much is i don't know actually because i my my plan's like grandfathered in so i think i have like the ten dollar a month plan which is super great it's definitely not when i was there it was 15 for me so i already know it's more than that so you got the locked in 10 that's great um yeah, maybe right now, maybe right now would be the best time for me to consider that. But I would definitely abandon you once I got this job. I'll let you know that. But I mean, I'm I'm willing to try the gym buddy thing again, especially right now when I don't have a gym. But and I'm still like just starting out. Like this is only like my third week back, so um, it's been pretty like all right. You know, that's one of the things I want to like start doing with Soph. That's actually why I'm so excited for marriage. Is actually the fact that like. Once we're married, like I really want to like go to the gym together and stuff. And or you do home gym if you wanted to, if you have enough room and wherever you're at. But probably not. Probably not. Probably not for a few years. Yeah, yeah I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited for to work out with her and stuff like that. That's like probably one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to is like now she's forced to like live with me. Like we can actually like plan our schedules together because right now like she we're technically still a long distance relationship ish. Yeah, I so, guess yeah, 30 minutes away, right? Yeah, because she's in Irvine and sometimes she's in San Diego. And I just love like the gym where it's like we can go on runs together and we can like work out together. And I really like that. So, because right now, like the best person to do it with is Noah, but he's like Mr. Social with his. his do you friends. ever see him at Fitness 19 when mm-hmm. you're there? Oh, yeah, that's cool. But 
it's more like he's usually finishing up and I'm just starting. And so I've been on my own for a while and I've realized I do way better when I'm with someone else mm. because like you can like some, I have the problem of resting too long when I'm by myself too. Sometimes so I'll really? be like, yeah, yeah. So I'll be like resting and I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like going again. And then when you're with someone else, it's like you go and like you load them up and they load you up. Like, you gotta go. Well, like, that's the whole thing with me too. So when I have no process at the gym, I do the same thing. But when there's this app, bro, Alpha Progression, I think I've told you about it before. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're by yourself, I feel like you need this app because basically what you do is you document everything that you do in the gym. And the best part about that is that, so you finish up a set. So let's say I'm working out, I'd finish up a set. I'd go straight to my phone and I'd press a check mark and then a timer would start. And I always would start the next set before that timer would even happen, mainly because I knew that that timer is for like a 45 minute workout and I wanted to make it 30 minutes. And so I would, um, you know, kind of know that in the back of my mind. Um, but then whenever it would buzz, it would buzz on my watch too, on my phone. Mm-hmm. Then I would be like, Oh fuck, I really got to go. You know what I mean? I really got to get going. Um, so yeah. maybe that would help you. And it just automatic, the timer automatically goes on each uh, one raft you at the check mark. And so, um, even in between when you're switching things, so I mean, something to consider. I like that. It's yeah. alpha progression. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, and then I know my progress. That's the best part too, is that, you know, exactly your progress, exactly how much you were lifting six months ago. That really is motivating for me too, because I have to do everything I can to motivate myself. Uh, so I need every single edge I can get, but yeah. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you're back into it though, Thank man. Thank you. I, I love it. That's actually one of the least favorite parts of law school for me was not being able to lift. Do they have a gym at Chapman that you can go to? Yeah, apparently it's crowded though. That's what I've heard. And it's like, you have to like drive to a different part of campus to get there. So it's annoying because the one on campus apparently is like, it's actually a far walk from the law school and apparently it's crowded. So there's this other one that's like in one of the apartment complexes. And at that point I was like, I'm not going through all that. Like not after I just had this really long school day so so you're just planning on just working out like just for the summer and then kind of stopping well, again i'm hoping that my schedule is like a little easier next year so i can like actually like keep going with it do you know what it is yet or they're just gonna oh I know, I know it, it. i know it i already picked it out oh nice and, what is but it? the thing is uh it's it's like a lot of like different classes and stuff like that but the thing is like i my job got moved to the fall remember so i have like my externship which is for academic credit so now I don't know if like I have to like drop a class for that or what's going to happen with that and like how that's going to match how many hours they want me to work. So because of that, it's kind of like, shoot, like, cause I had this great schedule lined up where like basically like my day didn't start to like 12, like, like every day. So I had like the whole morning free. That's I did how you, you set that up intentionally. Yeah. Because, wow. um, I did that because in case I got a job. So then I could work eight to 12 and then I'd have lunch and I'd start, I have class at like one. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. great. That's exactly, that's what I did throughout all of college. Yeah. That's, that's like basically why I set it up like that. So, yeah. Um, but Dude. then the set, the, the crazy, the bad part is like now that I have a job, like I was going to be my time for the gym. If I didn't have a job, you could so. work for, you could work for Mike. <laughs> that's true. At eight to 12, you could do that every day. I mean, that's like pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty much like by the end of the summer, that's going to be an open thing yeah, but i need to do a legal one that's the thing oh I'm, fuck yeah of I'm like, course i'm of like course. working toward once, of course my summer next year is like the job that like if i do well then they'll like give me a position most likely so i have to be like really um on top of it next summer with like which job i get what percent of like people at your law school like are 
grinding on the jobs in the summer like you are everyone everyone's doing this yeah it's like we're like weird if you're not working in the summer in a law thing in a law situation yeah Yeah. that's cool that's good so yeah so i just was wondering the advantage you'd have there but it's like kind of like everyone yeah it's like everyone gotcha yeah so yeah yeah. it's something you just kind of have to do that's yeah that's like dude yeah that's the only problem is that you're going you're going into a field where like everyone's a fucking go-getter like oh yeah winner you know i was telling my mom that because she was like talking to me about like dude like you know like um what's she saying she's kind of like i really feel like you're like um because she's like could you get your scholarship back and i was like oh, i mean you have to be in like the top 15 percent and she's like i really feel like you could do that you know like you like like i really believe in you which i'm like so grateful that i have a mom like that but i i was telling her i was like i mean the difference i kind of told her i was like i'm kind of like in like the nfl now if that makes sense so it's like uh, you've always been like a good quarterback nate you know you can do it like and i'm like yeah, I may have been like the star quarterback in high school and like a really good quarterback in college, but like you get to the NFL and you're like third string, you know, like it's like I'm working as hard as I can. And like, I'm like, I mean, right now I like am middle of the pack, like, which I guess I didn't work as hard as I can, but I still worked like, holy crap. Like that was not like, I was not blowing it, blowing it oh, off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I was, I was making my marriage a priority and all that stuff, but I was still making law school a priority too. So like oh, yeah. I still put a lot of work in law school and it's like middle. Of How the many pack. hours a week do you say you averaged a lot, man? I mean, it's like a full-time job, like, like maybe yeah. plus more or something. Cause so. like the hours you were just at school was like over 20, right? Yeah. And like then. just your class alone is like forever. And then readings are forever and studying is forever. You think so, over 40 hours a week, you'd say? I probably, probably yeah, like average. probably, um, yeah, like, cause even when I hang out with Soph, it'd just be like, we'd hang out for like a couple hours, and then that that'd be like that'd be it, you know. Um, and it was very like low key, like we'd go get like Baja Blast from Taco Bell, and that's like that's our date, you know. So I actually loved law school because it also taught me how to like have like a really like quality date with her without doing much. Like we'd just get Baja Blast or something, or we'd go to Joe's or we'd get Sunrite together, and that's that's like our date, you know. Like that's our that's our time together so yeah it's like yeah i don't know it's like law school is tough yeah i know that we need we've been going for a while too here um but how does it feel now that you're in that like full-time job and like you're like 40 hours a week and plus and and now it's just like oh i love it it's like so nice right now it's like a complete it's been so like amazing like i get to like read and like hang out with you and like not have this like like in looming like due date over my head about like oh i gotta read this this week oh but you still read you said you said i get to read like you still read a lot oh i read like what i want to read now you know like i read like um like fun books i guess what books have you been i guess they're like not fun books like christian books like kind of like on like um like i just finished one called live no lies by john mark comer which is about like um like anxiety and stuff like that and like the lies that like we live um and how like we can redirect those in like to live better in terms of like yeah spirituality and stuff so are you using the kindle actually no i kind of forgot about it to be honest i should like use it dude use the kindle actually i read that one on paper it's right it's right there is that yeah. it's that orange book right there in the bottom Bro, you better you better pull out that fucking kindle yeah, I, know, <laughs> I was just talking to my mom about the kindle the other day and i said that like I got the Kindle for like everyone because that deal was so good. I'm still, I don't regret that. I, I think I still have faith that the Kindle will in time be a hit gift. 
I don't think a single person has used it that I got the Kindle for. I used it. You used yeah, it? Yeah, I brought it to Cabo and I like read um, the Inconvenient Minority book on it. That's great. So that makes it, it was used. Great. It was used. I yeah. think that that's the first person who used it. Because I, I, yeah. I gave it to my mom, my dad, my brother, Emily, Alejandro. I don't know if he used it, but that was for Secret Santa. You... There was other people too. I, I got like 10 Kindles like that one Christmas. And yeah, but I still yeah, think the man. deal was so good that I'm glad I did it. Cause now, dude, now the Kindles, bro, you can't find one for under a hundred. It was, no, it's a great purchase. And I think the only thing I have against Kindle is I love to see like my progress I'm making on the book, like in hand. Like I like seeing the pages like build up. And That's the percent like, it doesn't It, it do motivates it me to keep going. Whereas the Kindle just stays like the same. And you, yeah, I know you see the percentage like, but almost a percentage like doesn't I think you can change that to page number though too but yeah no but like i think what i like about it is like um like you could even be like 20 percent in the book but it sometimes feels like 40 percent because you have all these pages built up and you're like oh wait like i'm like let me just get like and then you look like how many more pages you have left and you're like i would hold it in my finger and be like oh i could do that tonight i could read that tonight so i have this like it helps me like finish a book Whereas, like... You have to hold it, though, bro. You have to hold it. The Kindle, you don't even have to hold the sides. That's my thing that pisses me off the most. Whenever I'm reading a physical book, that I feel like any benefit that you get is totally, like, circumvented by it either being a very awkward one-hand position or two-hand task. But I think, like, that. Here, here's the thing with the Kindle is it's almost too easy that I almost, like, stop reading. So I'll, like, lay down my bed, and it's, like, too easy that I'll be, like... I like fall asleep whereas the book it's like oh i can't do that i gotta like hold it up and i gotta like and it actually like helps me interesting because you read, read while you're going to bed is that why i i read like uh i try to read like everywhere when i'm reading a book i try to bring it with me everywhere so like when i was reading that book i'd be doing uber orders and i just like uh i have a dead a dead period so i just park and i just wait for an order and just read yeah um it's so funny though yeah. i noticed something that you said too is that you said that I've been reading a lot of fun books and then you describe the Bible book. And it's, it's funny that, um, like, I feel like my brain has been doing that a lot recently too, or things that I've thought is like not fun, like in the past is like now my fun shit. So what I've been getting into recently that's in that category is financial audits. It's like this like YouTube channel and it's just like hour long, just like financial audits of people. And this guy just like sits down. They're all very similar. They go through their finances. They go through their spending. They set a budget. Like, boring ass shit. I've been, like, eating those things up the past couple of weeks. It's so weird, like, getting old. I, I completely agree. And I, it's like, like, my brain is like, yes. Like, I'm, I go on yeah. YouTube and my brain's like, we're going to sit down and watch an hour-long financial audit. I think I like it a lot, too, because you don't have to pay attention to it. Like, whenever I get into, like, a piece of content that, like, uh, I could do other things while listening, you know? That's, like, my favorite, so... That's actually one of my favorite parts about you mentioned or in the last podcast, like getting married, like, you know, what's like one thing you're excited about? And I was like, honestly, budgeting. I think I'm like kind of excited, like, because I feel like it's like, you know, you could budget like right now, obviously. And it's like, but it's different when like, I'm like not financially independent. It's like my mom's still like paying for certain things or whatever. But I feel like when you're like, you're making like adult money, you're like almost like, the king to your own kingdom and you have like all these little like percentages and yeah well, the these thing, little baskets yeah the thing that's crazy too is that like yeah that's like the, re the reason why i'm watching all these financial videos too 
<coughs> is because I'm getting to that point where I'm going to have that real budget very soon. Is like that's what I started to realize. I think that's why I got super into it. Um, because right now my budget has been like live on less than I make, and then when I get a commission check, save it. Like, and I think that works really well for yeah, like, the it, money I was making. That's like better than most people already. Yeah, but. and so um, yeah, because I'm like making like right now like hourly twenty four hours a week. I'm making like. 1400 a month hourly that's like nothing you know so i'm like i'm just like trying to live below that um but then that's gonna go up to like i'm gonna get so now i'm trying to like yeah. not get like it's going it's going up for sure it's going up but then it's like when, when i budget it's gonna i'm actually even gonna be spending more than i am right now but it's just gonna be uh i just don't want to spend way more than i am yeah. right now you know and so. that's that's like when i was like looking at the numbers like when me and so start actually starting our careers like it's gonna be like that and i think it's like so cool to like actually like start building your own like world almost, you know, like building, like setting up your own, like kind of like castle in a way. Yeah. And I think that's like really exciting. I know it sounds like boring, I guess not to you cause you watch financial audits. Dude, yeah. It's but not, to it's me, it's not boring to me at all. But to me, like we were, we were already like sitting down, like uh, we worked on like an Excel spreadsheet, like the other night and we were like looking, crunching the numbers. And I was like, this is actually kind of like, like, nice like it's not I, I i don't know if i use the word fun but i think it was like um like nice like it was like comforting almost because it's like you can just see it all on the paper like it's not all these like imaginary yeah because people hate budgeting because they're like oh like then i'd like restrict my spending but to me it's like it's actually more freeing because now I feel like the same way you like you're not like worried about like well how's that gonna pay for itself i don't know like we'll see what happens like i feel like to me that's like more anxiety inducing to not budget because you know, it's like, how are you going to pay for this one bill? Like, I don't know. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Well, for like, for me, for two, like, I definitely have the same sentiment for me for two years now, um, a little over two years, I've actually tracked every single dollar I spent on like a budgeting app. And so like, I can like, I know exactly how, how, like where I spent my money every single month, like every dollar where it went every Saturday, I sit down and I categorize all my spending, um, the app that I use is called rocket money. It's pretty good. And it probably takes like 20 to 30 minutes every Saturday to, um, sit down and just categorize everything. Um, maybe, probably, probably more like 10 minutes to 30 minutes, I'd say. Um, and yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's I'm not, not, not fun may, maybe, but yeah, like yeah. it's uh fun, maybe a stretch, but Way, a stretch, yeah. way more fun than not knowing that information in my opinion and i do it like crazy just like that but like that's like a little crazy like but yeah most people with like the the monthly excel, excel spreadsheet or whatever and i mean you haven't been making like anything the past year no so. there's not there's like there's, there's nothing, nothing to, to budget. there's nothing to, like i'm just trying to get by so I, yeah. mine's a little different right now like i'm when i was making more money i was definitely like on that mind like okay this is going here but now i'm just like yeah and is my credit card going to get paid this month? Yes. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. But, um, but so like, she's actually just like you, she has like her own like spreadsheet and she like logs every dollar. And I think it's actually really comforting because she, she pays, she's like my sugar mommy. So she pays for like all our dates. Cause she's the one making money between the two of us. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be so much more anxious if like, I was like, can we afford this? Like, I mean, we don't even spend a lot, but it's like, we're getting coffee together and it's like, you know that's like that could be like 12 14 so it's like can we afford this and like when she's like when she tells me like yes like this is in budget i feel so much better like because it's like okay like yeah. good like you know like because we're not gonna get this if we're not if it's not gonna if it's bleeding into something so 
I like really like that part about budgeting where it's like, I wouldn't say it's fun, but it's way, it's very comforting, I guess. If yeah. that makes sense. And it sucks. Yeah. Cause you really haven't been able to budget. And anything. yeah, me, like me, I've been like, geez, and I'm like not going to be able to next year too. Cause I'm working for free, I guess again. So that's three jobs in a row that I'm working for free. It's freaking so insane, yeah. but I'm excited to work for money soon. That'd be great. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's the, and, but you know what's crazy is that like people have different methods too. Like Emily, like right now we're just now starting to like um, kind of budget together a little bit better and everything. Now that she's like actually because now serving like is like good money, good you know? money. So she's like making good money, and then I'm very soon gonna be making good money. And so now we're really starting to like get a finite budget. But over the past five years of our relationship. I've pretty much made more money than Emily like every single month, like the entire time we've been together for five years. And we were just sitting down doing our like finances like two weeks ago. Um, and, uh, and throughout those five years, Emily hasn't looked at a single dollar she's spending. She actually accidentally paid for Amazon prime on her mom's account for two years, which was like an extra, like 200 bucks that she didn't even know about. Um, I was really pissed at her for that. I was like, what the, what are you doing? And cause she was like, Oh, I don't even have Amazon prime. And she was paying for that. Um, so that was kind of a wake up call for her there. But over those five years, she has been able to save way more money than me. Like her, like net worth is like, I think like eight grand more than me. Like, and I, and I've made more than her. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, but I budgeted everything. So it's like, it's so funny. Like some people's like baseline is like better than budgeting. You know what I mean? Like, so it's uh i'm envious yeah. of emily for that and i feel like budgeting like isn't necessarily like doesn't necessarily mean like you're rich it just means you like you control your money instead of your money controlling you if that that's yeah, how i, I don't see know it. how emily does it because dude i yeah. mean i don't know how emily does it because yeah. i do the budgeting and everything and i think i'm pretty good and when i was seeing that i was like well shit. yeah because well, like, well i think because like budgeting like isn't like like i don't really view budgeting as like oh this is like how we're gonna like get rich it's more like it's more just like having control over like, you know where everything's going. You're just intentional with like where everything goes and you're organized about where it goes instead of just like guessing. And I think with like someone like Emily, like like she could save more cause maybe like, like you said, like she's, even though she's not thinking about where it's going, she just like has like less things to spend on or whatever. But like, just because you're like poor than Emily. No, dude, my spending is like, yeah, I don't even view it as being poor. Yeah, or like, too. I mean, it was just kind of like just a funny experiment to look back yeah. on. You know what I mean? Not even like it's. I'm I'm stoked for Emily. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm stoked for us and our relationship. Like, okay, Emily. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, if she's winning. You're winning. Yeah, so, we're both winning. Yeah. I think we're both winning. And she's she just. Picked. I was just gonna say like I don't think it's bad that like you're lower than her in net worth. I guess like just oh because, yeah yeah I don't think it's even bad. though you budget because I think it's like budget like budgeting is like a great like you got to learn how to do it. Like yeah. you, even if you like, even Emily should learn how to do it. Cause it's like, oh, it's, a, it's a she muscle. Is, yeah. It's a muscle. You like, you work out. And then like when you, cause like, I think the expense, the expenses only get like crazier from here. Like it's so great to learn it now instead of like those people who call in, like when they're like 50 and you have like so many things to like consider. I think when you're young, it's like the best time. Cause you have these little boxes and then yeah. you add a kid and they have their own boxes. So it gets, really complicated when you get older so it's just great to like start now um yeah i don't think i'm you know, yeah definitely definitely 100 percent um yeah it just is uh just funny look funny looking back on that emily's like 
oh yeah like yeah i i did i saved this much i know yeah i have this much like invested over here and she doesn't even think about it and it's just like okay (laughs) okay what's her like top spending category dude emily's yeah dude starbucks she spends literally 150 bucks a month on starbucks and she's done that for five years like but like in her but her budget's better than mine for those five years her budget somehow somehow it's in the budget she's like spending more on that but she's not spending on other things. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. I well well for me it's that I make a lot of really big purchases too that I say I mean I, I budget it out. I'm not like uh Yeah, you're not like I'm not reckless about it, but I'll push the limits, you know, of the budget and um and obviously when I'm not making this much, my savings percentage is like terrible, you know. Um I you know I mean it's not terrible because I put all the commission in, uh and so I guess it's not especially once I get the rest I guess once I get the rest of the commission, our net worth is gonna only be a couple grand off. So um but yeah, the uh the um yeah so i guess it's not as far off as i think yeah actually, now, now thinking about that because <laughs> yeah. i just realized i have a lot of money floating right now that's just like waiting for projects to get done so if you think about it that way um but yeah the uh yeah what was the question you asked i totally just lost it <laughs> i was just saying what's her top spending category oh yeah dude yeah. yeah so i don't know man i don't know how she spends 150 bucks so now i we did the math too and so now we're gonna spend like 500 bucks on a nice espresso machine because it's gonna pay for itself in Emily's budget in like three, four months. So we're literally gonna just get a really nice ass espresso machine, uh, get Emily invested in that, get me invested in that, and then, dude, yeah, and McDonald's just stopped their one dollar iced coffee. I know. Wow, that's like Armageddon, bro. That's like that's like death for me. That's I'll like. Be I haven't really been cashing in on that. I've been on my coffee connoisseur grind. I don't know if I told you about that, but dude, yeah, you've been in the connoisseur. Yeah, been grind. been been like yeah, ever since I started basically what's the place right now drip coffee in fullerton mm. really big fan they're amazing dude like holy crap it's like especially on tuesdays tuesdays between 10 a.m 12 they got their happy hour and it's like 40 percent off because normally their coffee's like seven dollars which is i know is pretty expensive but it's like their coffee's so good but uh, you go on tuesdays 10 a.m 12 four dollar something and it's like shoot good it's really good that's crazy that you're spending that much though but yeah i know oh yeah don't you should just wrong. buy a super nice espresso machine it's gonna make better coffee than them it, it's gonna make better um coffee on the you you're spending yeah i mean right now it won't make sense but it won't make better coffee than them because they're yeah it's like it's the espresso machines are great but i think it's like um when it comes to like specialty drinks like it's not it kind of like yeah, sometimes you need sometimes you yeah, need the bougie. You need sometimes you need the bougie, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay. it's kind of it's kind of like um like cooking at home versus like some places like yes you can make pasta at home, but if you go to a pasta place like nothing could like replace it, you know? Like that's how I see it, I guess. I'm actually not a fan of Italian food, so that that uh Oh. I mean, no, I still like Italian food. It's okay, yeah. but Italian food is probably one of my least favorite categories. I just like, really? I like everything. I like every, like most, I don't have a category of food that I hate, but definitely I think one of my lowest categories is Italian food. Yeah. Which is interesting. Right. But I still think it's wow. okay. I really don't hate any food. I'm like, I'm like, but I would never choose Italian food pretty much over anything else. Pretty much. So that's um, so interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. So for Italian food for me, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's I, like, it's like the espresso machines, like cooking at home versus like going out to eat because i think like yeah sometimes you go out because in my, this is how i view going out to eat you should never go out to eat for foods you can make at home 
mm. you know but i think coffee is the same way like there are like their coffee is like from freaking like ethiopia and like they're like doing crazy stuff to it so i'm like yeah i'd rather just pay for it than like drink at home but like coffee at home could totally be super good too. yeah the mcdonald's coffee was just a convenience thing and i could only justify it when it was a dollar a day i cannot justify it at anything over a dollar a day yeah and so um so mcdonald's is now dead to me for mcdonald's breakfast and so i've been literally like just like siphoning off my points and now it's the end of an era it's the end of an era bro that was That's, like my whole senior year of college i think i literally got the mcdonald's coffee every day for a dollar uh, coffee a day um which uh yeah which I'm gonna miss. I kind of miss my McDonald's coffee days. Like, I didn't realize like coffee was like that. Co- there's this way bigger world of coffee, and I sometimes, I sometimes envy my ignorance because it was a lot cheaper back then. You yeah, know? dude. No, that was me. I'm not spending any like for me personally. It's like for when it comes to like like that coffee. I'm I was like. Yeah. I mean, I've tried like really nice coffee too, and I think it's really good. But I don't think that I'm ever. I would still. I'm still yeah. going to that dollar iced coffee. You know that dollar iced coffee. Mm, that was yeah. good. You could justify three sixty five a year on coffee. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like that's that's justifiable, but I can't justify three hundred dollars a quarter on coffee. So yeah. Everyone's got their different priorities, you know. Dude, and my food budget, dude, my food spending right now is terrible. Yeah, I got to get everything dialed in. So that's why that's why I like we're watching the financial audits too cuz the financial audits are just like him like shitting on people's spending. And so then it just like shits on my spending and then it makes me spend better. And so that's a good thing. That's like me like watching like car accident videos on YouTube. That's you know how like I find that like entertaining. So I didn't like, know you found that entertaining. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of them on YouTube. And it's actually like I almost like watch it because like it'll make me so like cautious when I drive that like to expect anything because I'll be like driving and I'll be and I'll imagine the video and I'll be like that car can just like come flying at me right now even though I would never expect it but you just yeah. like are on guard there's a healthy amount of that that you need I agree with you there because I have the subreddit on my reddit page uh, idiots in cars and so I get that like kind of dose into me every once in a while and I'm like oh yeah yeah so it is healthy I think it is, you get you need a healthy dose of like oh wait like I, there's idiots in cars, you know? And so, yeah, that's definitely, um, yeah, that's definitely something I've been driving so much in the past month, just all these interviews into Irvine a lot. All these jobs are in Irvine, bro. It's like all of them are in Irvine pretty much. And so I've been making that drive and that traffic, that traffic to Irvine is brutal. It's brutal, dude. I, I went through it. I was like, I was thinking of you too. Cause I was like, dude, this dude did this drive every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's so brutal because it's like so it's like it's like a 15, 20 minute drive, no traffic. And then it's like an hour with traffic. It's like L.A. For some reason, L.A., I can justify it in my head so much better. Like that freeway. I'm like, it's L.A. But then when I'm thinking about Irvine, I'm like, you just don't think about it. The it's, same almost, way. it's almost like do better. Yeah, do it's better, like this Irvine. is Irvine. It's like I didn't realize that this is like the same as it's like worse than L.A. Like it's like wor- in time it takes. It's like. It's like, I'm like, what? I'm like, I didn't know that. Uh, when, it's only those times, you know, too. So it's like, it's like, you know, 4 p.m. to 6. And then, right, it's like 8 a.m. till 9 a.m. And I, I haven't experienced the morning. I've just experienced the afternoon, really. So, but it's brutal. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. I, I I remember. Sophia still does the drive because we see each other. So, yeah. She, but she probably, like, like, intentionally doesn't drive during those hours, right? Like, it probably doesn't make sense to right um i think like it depends on 
what her schedule is. Dude, because I'd be avoiding those hours like the plague. I would be avoiding those hours like the plague. Because you could just wait until, like, because like, if I'm driving at 3 p.m. to Irvine, it's like 20 minutes. Oh, if yeah. I'm driving at, like, yeah. 7 p.m., it's like 20 minutes. And then it's just a bunch of, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. 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 I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. All right.